mama loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl. It's crazy about Elvis. We're back. Loves You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here today with an all-research crew from Hensler Financial. Uh, we got Nick Antonucci and Jacob Keen and uh, we- Troy, I got a question for you. Okay. That lead-in song? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, free falling is it? Yeah, is that is yeah. Is that free fall? Is that what we're expecting in the twenty twenty three? Hey, that's what Signaling. we're seeing. <laughs> you know what? The, the thing is, Benton actually chose the song, right? Probably unintentionally, but I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't intentional at all. Benton, I like to think that I know. Yeah. Do you? Even yeah. though I don't, I like to think that I know. <laughs> Benton made his own call with yeah. the, just the song, right? Uh, well, that, that wraps up Tom our prediction. Right. Great. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into you. it, though. Let's yeah, get into no, it. I, I think, Nick, you've made a few good points. Uh, what's been working is you expect to continue to work. We don't have officially a recession at this point. Uh, we had 3.2% growth in the third quarter, which is the most recent data that we've gotten on gross domestic product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the Fed is not finished. If you look at the options market, it still believes that we'll probably have another few uh, increases in the in the uh, overnight lending rate. And we're, we're also experiencing uh, tightening by the fact that, uh, you know, bonds are rolling off of the of the Fed's uh, balance sheet. They're allowing them to mature and not replacing them. So quantitative tightening. Uh, it's hard to say exactly how much that might impact, but it. I think it's having an impact. Uh, right. and, and, you know, you look, the options are telling us May or June is when they're going to stop raising rates. But by the end of the year, they're not going to they're not going to have uh, rates lowered, at least according to the options market and also according to the to the commentary that we've gotten from the Fed directly. So, uh, well, I, I I think the equation's pretty simple for the Fed, right? It's unemployment and inflation. Right. Inflation is what seven high seven yeah, percent. Yeah. Still, still yeah, above. And seven. unemployment yeah, is what three and a half. Three six nine and yeah. So when you talk economy right now, you can look at a lot of the, the activity indicators or the fact that the yield curve's inverted. A lot of these things are saying a recession's on the horizon. Right. But the jobs market is still exactly great. I mean, we, we saw a low in continued claims at, what, 1.2 million? It's right. only up to about 1.6, 1.7 million now. Right. And you can That's not really a, to a see sizable. solid employment numbers and the monthly you know, non-farm payrolls. You had ADP right. out today. It was it be consensus estimates, but I want to say like 100,000. Yeah. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's still, not weakening. So the and, and you also have, even though, you know, Lines of credit have expanded for consumers, and you know inflation has been tough. Right, there's still some excess savings mm-hmm. sitting around. Yeah, I mean we didn't spend all of the stimulus. Correct. So you you have that buffer as well. So it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult to take a macro view. For me now, you know, looking into the next year is sort of like there's a lot of moving parts. It's sort of like what camp are you in? Soft landing or a deeper recession? Yeah. If you look at like the leading economic indicators, which is a great indicator right. as far as year over year, we're down about 5% year over year. Right. If you look at basically what happened in what was pretty much a mild recession, you know, following the tech bubble, mm-hmm. it got as low as 10% down yeah. year over year. If you look at 
the 08 crisis, it got down 20% year. Right. It was bad. So it's sort of like, where are we going to land when it comes to unemployment? And, you know, how how much flexibility does the Fed have as, as far as, you know, some demand destruction we're already seeing, at least when it comes to high ticket items, housing, cars, et cetera. Yeah. Anything that has to be mortgaged or, you know, financed uh, is is taking pretty significant cuts. But the thing uh, that that uh, really is, Jacob, as you pointed out, the, the thing that gives the Fed more leeway to raise interest rates is the fact that they haven't killed the jobs market at this point. Uh, we and, are starting and, and to their see own words, They've more or less come out and said, we're okay increasing unemployment. No, they have, and they've warned families that there might be some grief ahead. Uh, but we haven't seen it greatly, at least across across the broad market. Which, We've seen it which in I technology. think makes the case of why you know the the Fed pivot, as many called for or have been calling for. I, I just don't see it anytime I don't soon either. until something substantial happens. Right. There's no reason. But to. unemployment at three point seven percent shouldn't scare anyone. No. You know, as long as it's below five, no. it shouldn't be scary to most people. I believe, uh, and and this is one of the reasons that I think that the the I think we will have a recession uh, at some point during the next twelve months. I personally do, uh, but I think that uh, it could be lighter than normal and shorter than normal because of this. And I think companies are are still resisting the major layoffs. I know it's an easy way for them to save. Uh, save, you know, profits or at least save from going deeply negative. Uh, but I, I think that um, your your uh, the the situation we just had and the Generation Z that we're trying to coax off the sidelines into the workforce uh, is is uh, what's going to cause unemployment to probably be lighter than a normal recession. Uh, that being the case, it would also lead that lead to a, another thought that uh you know a consumer with a job still going to be a consumer and not be sitting there not spending their money so i think that uh that has a, a potential for making uh, a lighter than normal uh recession the the uh, average recession drives unemployment what uh, we've seen it go as as high as 10 or 11 percent it was 11 i think right during covid I think we're I think probably more typical gonna, is probably six, seven. Yeah. And I think you're probably going to see something um, five to seven uh, and maybe even low end of that just because companies are going to do all they can to hang on to the employees that they fought so hard to win over. Um, uh, so uh, go ahead. So I think I think a, a question that a lot of people would have is when when do you sort of risk up? When do you get back to work? as far as you know trying to think about when a market bottom would sure. be and i think what's interesting is if you look at 2000 and 2007 the first fed rate cut happened 18 months before, before the market bottom yeah. if you go back to the 70s actually the first fed rate cut saw the market bottom a few months later so in thinking about you know Recession, well, re- recession's not entirely going to coincide with the market bottom. The market should bottom before the deepest depths of the recession. Right, but at recession. the same time, with the exception of World War II and the dot-com bubble, the market hasn't bottomed prior to the recession a- actually beginning. So if you have the mindset right. that the recession's coming, 
you know, intuition would be that, well, we haven't seen the worst in the market sell-off yet. Stay defensive, stay in value. Right. I, I think what I would be looking at as far as when do I get a bit more bullish um, would be to see a steepening of the yield curve and also a, a bottom in that LEI measure yeah. that Leading typically coincides, coincides with the market bottom. Yeah. Um, so we... We're still deeply inverted, so we got to get to the point where we're talking about right. near-term interest rates being well below what long-term long end. Right, and, interest and rates. That, like you said, Jacob, that usually happens before the market bottoms. In fact, in, right. uh, in the the one of the worst recessions we've seen in a long time, the one in two thousand seven, eight, nine, uh, that span, I think officially it was oh eight, oh nine, right? Um, but the uh, yield curve actually cured its inversion in. Uh, late 06 so well before you saw any of the grief right um and and you know we're still inverted have been inverted for quite a while at this point and um you know we're still floating right along but uh we we didn't start this uh point of grief um at least it will not have been we've seen a lot of the a lot of the bubble come out of the market march of 2021 uh, the price-to-earnings ratio on the S&P 500 was 32 times. We're currently at a little over 18. So, you know, a lot of that froth has come out of the valuations in the market, but uh, we saw a 43% decline in uh, in a single 12-month span uh, back during the 07-08 period. Um, I don't think we're going to see that kind of but I think it's major decline. I think it's, we will see more, but we won't see 43% in a 12-month span. I think it's interesting to start thinking about what that looks like. And it, and, and and maybe I'd be interested to hear you guys' uh, year-end targets if <laughs> if I can put your feet to the fire as far as uh, where you think the S&P might end the year or uh, – Sure. You know, talking about the bottom, bottom. <laughs> yeah, hey, if you want to call the bottom. We, yeah, I was going to say year end and where we bottom. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll all look like idiots this time next oh, year. Yeah. But. No, you always miss. But uh, let's let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll we'll make that attempt. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.